0: Hey, guys. Ben Belak and Zach Goldsmith here. Today, we're going to take you through the top 10 things real estate agents can do right now to generate more business. Let's dive right in.
1: Give them a chance to get their notes out. (laughs) Yeah, you definitely...
0: Definitely want to have a pen and paper here, maybe a computer, maybe a shared note that doesn't update uh, over the cloud.
1: <laughs> do get me started on shared notes. This guy's got shared notes that don't update. A See, lot of glitches. Uh,
0: only your cloud is the cumulimbus that does not update. So, guys, My
1: cloud smokes too much weed, and it's cloudy. Okay. The,
0: the first thing you want to... We have a live studio audience this time, guys. Uh, so the first thing that you want to do um, is whether you're a brand new agent, a seasoned agent partway through the year is you want a business plan. And what we did just recently and we talked about this with our guest Lauren Grauman is sometimes you got to audit the business plan because of market dynamics. We re business planned every team member, uh, to make sure that our business plan we weren't just kind of like sweeping it under the rug, right? We want to make sure that we understand based on the net income we want to earn how many closed listings or buyers that takes and how many signed listings and buyers those take, how many appointments met those take, how many appointments set lead to those, and of course, how many conversations lead to those.
1: Wow, that is major efficiency. I purposely angled my office to <laughs> next to Ben so I could get a piece of this, but... What I did instead of what Ben does, Ben runs it himself, I hired a hev- head of operations to run this stuff mm. for us because that stuff I don't have time for, I, can't, I don't have the bandwidth for, you're much better at that with me. So the, the, those of you who don't have the ability to put the time in to do that, it is imperative that you have checks, you have a plan, you have all this, have someone on your team capable of this because it's a game changer.
0: I mean, the thing is, I'm not the best at it, to be completely honest. I don't want to sit here from like, you know. Look at you opening up, huh? No, I'm just not the best. I don't think anyone is. Everyone's a human, but I I at least want to have a plan. And like, here's the thing if I say I want a net income of a million dollars this year, and I know to get there, I only have to have 14 conversations every day, it's much easier to get to that million net than to be like, I want to sell. 40 million in volume and then just like forget about it and then all of a sudden it's july and you're like but 40 million and
1: i don't know why and i'm just discouraged it's the market and
0: all these other limiting beliefs sure set so in.
1: especially in a market like this mm-hmm. that is giving a lot of people trouble plan. formulate these templates now plan and you will have these goals to meet and by the way watch the lauren grauman episode because that's she pretty good knocked it out of the park with business plan and so do you just dm ben he'll give you all his info for free
0: Number two, have a daily schedule. Oof, do you need that? If you win the morning, you're going to win the day. There's a great book called The Miracle Morning. Very short, very fast read. Basically, they preach. You get up 5 a.m. You brush your teeth first just so you feel fresh and clean. Um, you work out for 10 minutes. You're not redlining. It's just about getting the mind going. Some meditation some affirmations reminding yourselves that you are a Jedi. Read for 10 minutes before you do anything else. Most people turn to their cell phones, Instagram, Mm. Facebook.
1: Right away.
0: CNN, get some negative Fox headlines, and then you're just like in this state, reactive, dopamine firing. Instead of, if you're going to do the hard thing first, right? Like prospecting or whatever it may be. You want to have some self-care in the morning and fire yourself up. So no OnlyFans
1: to start your day?
0: I mean, OnlyFans can become fatiguing. (laughs) It can become fatiguing if it's the right channel.
1: Listen, I I don't... uh, I got to be honest. I don't, and we've talked a lot about this. I was meditating mindfulness every day. Some days I don't do it. Some days I'm rushed. Some days I have to get up with the kids earlier and make breakfast. But what I do try and do is lie in bed for five to 10 minutes before I get out of bed. I sort of lay there in a stretch. I know you don't like when I stretch and meditate. It's called mindfulness. And I think about what I want for the day. I kind of put something out there so I have a roadmap. And it's a game changer when you do. Even the smallest things Mm -hmm. to start can be game changers.
0: So you're setting an intention every morning. I'm,
1: set, I'm trying to set an intention. It makes a big difference.
0: But before you start intending and you, before you start business planning and start thinking all these things, what are you doing for you? Anything?
1: Yeah, I don't want to get into that
0: on the show. Okay, That's fair the enough. only
1: fans. What are you talking okay, about? Okay, fine.
0: Just something to think about, guys. Because that is
1: for me. That is for me. The more I plan for mm-hmm. my day and set a roadmap, the happier I am during the day because the more I'm accomplishing.
0: Let me ask you this. Um, they say that a good morning routine starts with a good night before routine, okay? So a lot of people I know, including my best friend who's a CEO who sold his company for a lot of money, he used to say that he would look at his checklist every night before he'd go to bed and he's like, I'm doing those three things tomorrow. So let's say you do those, you did that the night before. Mm. Then that next morning for an hour, it's just about Zach. Just something to Wait, what's the hour? The hour is you... Workout for 10 minutes.
1: Oh, everything within an hour chunk. It's about
0: an hour. Meditation affirmations. Oh, you're supposed to... I forgot. You're supposed to also write down gratitudes. Let's move forward. But hold on. I do like...
1: Be... And for people, you're right. Let's move forward faster. But I do like the idea of the night before because it starts to set the intention and you sleep on it. And it kind of like you yeah. know, ferments while you sleep. And for those of us who don't have an hour before the day starts, because otherwise I'd have to get up at five, and I'm a night person, not a morning mm-hmm. person. I have to get up at six something anyway, no matter what. I'm going to start the night before based on this.
0: I like it. But yes, a lot of very, very successful people. They get up very early and they work on them first. Um, they've said it on the show. Next, this market, any market, a plan of prospecting. Tom Ferry always says, you should talk to five people you know, five people you don't know, and four active clients. We did a contest on our team uh, last year on this, and people were freaking out. Why? Because some of them like to just get on the phone and work expires. There's some people that get on the phone and call a neighborhood around a sale that we or I had, and what they realized was they did not have four active clients. They did not have four real prime active clients, prime defined as people who want to close in 90 days or less. So it's very important that we diversify the conversations we have, but certainly... You know, I saw this great interview with um, Jerry Seinfeld and Howard Stern, and Jerry Seinfeld casually gives this brilliant anecdote and insight, as he does. And I he's, know what you're going to say. And he says that, you know, you can't, he says that growth, you know, is, is uncomfortable and it feels somewhat painful. That's why they call it growth. If you're waiting to get married until you're ready, you're never going to feel it. You're never going to be ready. Because I said that to
1: someone today. That's, that's why it's growth. Um, and by the way, prospecting doesn't have to look so intimidating. It doesn't have to be exactly what you do with calling expired all day with your plan. You have one of the great plans I've ever seen, but it's intimidating to people who don't do it like I do. So what I do uh-huh. is I try and make it a point to just call three people. Just make it casual. Yeah. Call three clients. Call three past clients. Reach out to uh, agents for what pockets they have. Just make sure you are doing something oh, yeah. every day, and you'll accumulate a list of this stuff, and you'll build momentum.
0: I I love that. Just uh, dialing for dollars. And by the way, I just want to be clear here. I do not call expires all day long. There aren't enough expires, particularly in this market the last year, but expired and canceled leads are bottom of funnel, which means they're the closest to transacting, right? And then like your sphere of influence are top of funnel. And you got to also hope that they don't call their sister who just got licensed, right? So I like a diversified set of conversations where you're talking to past clients, you're talking to people that you know, you're talking about... There's a lot of
1: options. Yeah. And you just want to make sure
0: you're not exposed. I know a lot of people in 2021, when I was like recruiting agents, they'd be like, oh, I always talk... I just go on Sphere and referrals, and then because interest rates, everything pulled back, their business died. Moving on. Number four, role-playing.
1: Ah, uh, the night before again.
0: Role-playing. Let me tell you something. When oh. my girlfriend says she's got an important conversation she has to have with uh like a superior at work the next day, I'm like, let's role-play.
1: Because right, So you're the doctor. She's the patient. She needs to check up. You know what? It's similar to that. I
0: am the superior in it. No, no. What I'm saying is is you don't want to practice on the client. And a lot of times, team members will call me and they'll be like, what do I do in this situation? And I'm like, you're not role-playing enough. If you have these one-off questions for me, you're not role-playing enough. You want to practice on each other, not on the client. And in a market where pricing is of paramount importance and also the way with which you successfully get a price improvement paramount importance of communication style and being able to adapt that to your client's personality style. Um,
1: I think you got a role play. It's so underrated, the power that role playing has. It's like not preparing is preparing to fail. All you have to do is run through it once or twice. And when mm-hmm. you get in the game, you're like, well, I've been here before. Why is this so familiar? I agree. You're five steps ahead.
0: 15, 20 minutes before you get on the phone to warm up, just like you'd stretch before playing a sport, it goes so, so,
1: so far. And role-playing the night before goes so, so far, too. You don't need outfits. You can just take on different characters. But that's for next week. Continue. (laughs) Works. Uh, um, Number five, you got to know the market,
0: but not for the normal reason, right? The market's dynamic. And when a consumer or past client says to you, how's the market? If you say it's so crazy, you hate that, don't you? You're not a professional.
1: You got to have an opinion. Crazy. You got to have an opinion. That's my go to. Watch, let's role play. Ask me how the market is.
0: Hey, Zach, how's it going? Um, I saw you posting with, uh, on, um, about your podcast, The Living Buy in Los Angeles. That guy, your co host, he's really, really smart. And surprisingly, his hair seems to be growing back.
1: That's not going to happen in real life. Let's do something that people will really be like. What about that nebbishy Jew that sits next to you? Oh, I can't remember his name. It's like a name, faceless, uh, annoying. It's like a hanger for coats. It's like a sports. Co- <laughs> he a sports <laughs> coat hanger. It's a sport coat hanger. All I all I see are different sports coat every coats every week. But you know, know the market is is every Wait, every. So top Zach, f- how is the market? Uh, it's crazy. Every. Professional that's been in here that's been successful, they will all say you got to know the market. It's like a, it's like you're going to get surgery on your arm, and the guy's like, "Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read a book on this, and I'll, I'll get this pretty quickly." You got The doctor you go to needs to know everything about your arm. The mechanic has to know everything about your car. You are no different. You've got to know mm-hmm. everything about the market, and you will dominate. And an easy way to do this also, what I like to do, and I like to tell uh, people um, who come to me for advice, I tell both of them. Uh, <laughs> If you're going to a party, you're going to a a neighbor's house, you're going to something, anything you're going to, take 20 minutes before you go. Great advice. And do research on that neighborhood. Yes. Find a few sales, even if you don't know the neighborhood well. Get a couple sales, a couple of actives, even call an agent or two if you can and find a pocket or two. Great advice. Walk into that party. All of a sudden,
0: you light the
1: room on fire. Great advice. It's great.
0: It's such, such. It's crazy. No, no, it's so good. Like, for example, I was on the phone um, with uh, a buyer today and they were like on the fence about something. And I said, Look, the California Association of Realtors um, annual prediction for 2024 just came out yesterday. And they're saying that median prices in California are going to go up 8% in 2024. So, like, this problem's not going to go away for you. So, like, we can try to get smart and collaboratively solve this together you, me, the lender, the accountant, or this problem doesn't go away for you and you're going to get less house for more money next year and you're going to be qualifying for less. So knowing the market, um, talking with other brokers for a pulse on market and inventory instead of just kind of trying to only get it from one source on the
1: MLS. It's, a, it's, an, it's why it's... Also very helpful to go on caravan with other people and yeah. get different perspectives, even on the same house. There's things that if you go to a house, if we go to a house together, you're going to see things differently than I do. Mm-hmm. If you can get my opinion also and I yeah. can get yours, all of a sudden we're sharing different things with the client we wouldn't normally. It's it just collaborate is kind of like on and, par with know the market. And, and also like Zillow's
0: info that they have access to while somewhat accurate aside from let's say his estimate at least in our market is retroactive the clients come to us because we're in the trenches so we need to give an in the trenches take
1: that's a big part of know the market number trenches take
0: yeah number six consistency Ugh, i am very tired of hearing agents of any timing in the business label or complain about something if you don't do it for 90 days you don't get to come and complain to me. If I give you a script that I've spent all this time writing based on some master like Phil Jones or um, uh, what's his name? Chris Voss or or uh, Getting to Yes, the Harvard never, experiment. Never, uh, never split the difference. Split the difference yeah. yeah, like um, you don't get to come and complain to me. You have the latitude to change it, modify it on your time, but you don't get to complain. So like... That's part of Miracle Morning that we were talking about earlier. The way you stay consistent is having that Miracle Morning. And what I mean by that is choosing your hard, right? The hard is the pain. The growth is on the other side of the pain. The opportunity is on the other side of the discomfort. So if you're going to be consistent, that Miracle Morning, that self-care because the first thing you're going to do is go, I'll do it later. I need to work on my logo. I need to work on the website. I need to work on Facebook ads. No. Why are you making fun of me? Am I? Well, that's what I do. Well, that's what every agent does. <sighs> I apologize. I I'm wasn't targeted at you.
1: I literally... It's funny you you bring mindfulness into it because I literally pray for this. I put this out there in my mindfulness to be consistent today, to do the hard things, to spend the time doing, you know, putting time into pain, basically. I kind of put that out there as an exciting thing to do because it is challenging and it can be exciting. And I literally ask for it
0: to start my day. How about this? What I would say is, one, what we focus on expands. You're not prioritizing what it is that's important to you to be consistent with it. Number two, you don't have an accountability partner. No one is holding you accountable because you're the boss and your staff, they can't hold you accountable. You need someone that's going to say like, hey, you got this or hey, you did it or hey, it's up on the board on a scoreboard where I can see it or hey, it's somewhere in tracking and then fine, you're human. Maybe you end up only getting 60% of it, but you're not in a daily fight reactive to it. Is this a
1: live partner pitch on air? <laughs> get on your <laughs> knees be
0: so lucky. You should
1: get on your knees. Number you seven. This. this is a
0: really good one that Zach does really, really well. And he doesn't respond to most of my texts um, because he does this so well. Eat Ooh. lunch. One lunch.
1: Oh, a little
0: different. Slash dinner, slash coffee or drinks with your SOI per week. You know, what are you good at? In Zach's case, he's very present at his temple and his kid's school. What am I good at? Wine. You know, maybe you want to do like golf lessons or pickleball or, or well, Ethan on my team. He's, he coaches baseball. He's really involved in that. You know, what are easy and free ways, easy and free ways where you can create more community and more rapport? And I just want to be clear here this isn't about being duplicitous. This isn't about being salesy and finding your way. It's actually a fulfilling life, being part of a community. But
1: this is is when you say I'm involved in my temple, I feel like I'm not as involved as I should be. But what I am involved in is the community. And everything you're talking about is what we preach about building community. I want you to grow. I want to help you grow. What do you do for a living? What do I do for a living? What do we? What are our families? How can we grow those synergies? What does Phil do? How can we grow these synergies together? That's what community is, and it's at in all aspects. Whatever people are doing out there, there's an opportunity. I've been playing basketball all my life. I played basketball That's for- That's what you call it. 20 years. Do you want to step on the court? You don't. No, I'm too injured. You don't. Even I'll take an injury and you're 100% I was still healthy. up when
0: I got hurt. And I haven't played for a decade and I was up.
1: I, I'm so far superior in basketball than you. You're, sadly, you're becoming a better golfer, but uh, which is all that really counts in your book. But... <laughs> I played basketball all my life and I was playing at Milken at a, at a high school in it's beautiful gym for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I played with a bunch of dudes I stayed in touch with all from different walks of life. I have a $65 million listing in Bel Air right now because of that game. Mm. Because someone who was in commercial real estate mm. 20 years ago, Sick. kept in touch with, saw what I did, reached out saying, hey, man, I keep seeing your name in real estate and this and that. We ha- I have this guy. He's a really good friend and client. I want you guys to meet. I think you'd work out. Two months later, mm-hmm. we have a $65 million listing
0: it's amazing so so what what Zach's saying is he found community through basketball, moving on from that, Lauren said on uh, Lauren Gramman when we interviewed her, she said they do a lot of gifting, find that costs money, but like something like eighty percent of real estate agents do not call their clients within the first year of them transacting, and like you can easily call them and be like, hey, what's it like living there? Have you tried this restaurant or could, do you need a painter? Do you need a plumber like anything I can do at any time like it's really easy for me so also easy. It's just sharing intel. It's
1: yeah, sharing intel, gaining knowledge, sharing community, adding talking some value, to people, adding value to people's lives fun. and not expecting anything in return. That's a big part of it.
0: And like I said, like everyone's always afraid of being salesy. You're just you're just enriching your life. I mean, we're in a who you know business, so like it's okay to go have a good time with people you know, because people hire who they know, like and trust. So you can sit and be scared and tentative, um, or you can go immerse yourself in people in a business that is very much emotional people-driven. Moving on.
1: Let's go to another item that I don't do well.
0: Audit your budget. Okay? Um, What I find is when I eliminate things from my budget, I'm not like, yeah, I save 200 a month. I'm like, where can I put that money? I want to put it somewhere else. I want it to make me money in return. Um, For example, right now, I get a ton of direct mail my home. And the reason for that is agents are tactical, not strategic. They have a packed mindset. And what they do is they're like, "Uh, I need listings. The the market's slower. I can't ring people up like a cashier anymore. I better start sending out letters again. But when I sent out a letter, I got the cost of the envelope. I got a cost to print the letter. I have the cost of having someone handwrite the address on the outside because that's more likely to be open. And I got a 56 cent stamp. And the only way you're going to be effective at farming if you're doing the same thing every few weeks, four years.
1: Number five, consistency.
0: Yeah, that is like, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is, is that in different markets, you can lean into different types of strategies that are effective, that you can measure, and that are free or inexpensive. But I do think
1: auditing your budget is so important. Um, I, I do the same thing, by the way. I love cutting back in areas because I really look to cut back. Well, you're, you're a cheap Jew. No, no, no. I I look to I, I can be, for sure. But I, look, I like cutting back in areas so that I can put it in others.
0: Yeah, I, just to repurpose it. I canceled a service today it. that I've been what using for What am I going to save money
1: for? I want to repurpose it to grow it. Yeah, it's
0: exciting when you're like, oh, we got a few extra dollars. Number nine. Uh, I would say, in our market, I would say consider joining a team. And I say that nationally. The reason for that is...
1: Again, he's doing a pitch.
0: The days of the solo agent are kind of antiquated at best. And the reason why I say that is is it's ex- w- the layers that have been added on to our job description um, are wide. And what I mean by that is we have to be a rainmaker... Listing coordinator, we have to show houses, we have to be content creators, content producers, we have to
1: be therapists. It's um, also a huge expense to continue. Hey, I need a marketing person for this, I need a social, separate social media person, I need a PR person. That's why
0: I'm telling them to join a team because the team lead is paying for those things. I'm not saying you should join. I'm the
1: team lead that's paying for them. You're the team lead that's paying for them.
0: Yeah. I think for you, like for example, and then we'll move on. But, like, because we were filming Netflix for a quarter at a lot, I have less new business heading into this quarter. But because I have team members who are closing, jump on a
1: team that has an infrastructure yeah, in yeah, yeah, place. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So you can do what you're good at.
0: Yeah. I think I, that's why I said, by the way, this was consider joining a team. Number 10, triple down on a lead pillar that's working for you. Okay. So instead of being like, you, and we were careful building this list. We weren't going to be like, you need to do more social media. You need to start farming. You need to, you need to, we don't want you to have stress coming out of this episode. Let's say you do open house really well. And what I mean by that is when you open up the door and people come in, they're like, I love you. So maybe instead of just showing up there, putting the signs out from two to five, maybe on Tuesday leading up to the open house, you door knock the neighborhood and you're like, hey, I just wanted to invite you over to this VIP event I'm having. There's going to be croissant. There's going to be mimosas and champagne. You can compete. What do you think? You want to come in on Saturday with the important folks, a preview? That's on Tuesday. On Wednesday, maybe you pick up the phone and you call all the neighbors and say, Hey, it's Zach Goldsmith calling from the agency in Beverly Hills. The market is crazy. And... I am having an open house, and we are like the only house we're asking a premium, and when I sell this house in two weeks, I'm going to add a quarter million dollars worth of equity to your home. You want to come over and see it? I would love to walk you through. Hey, you know what? No, I don't want to see it. Okay, cool. How about this? Could I email you when it goes pending or sold? I would love to update you so you know what's going on. Yeah, great. Here's my email. Also, would it be interesting to you if I sent you monthly just all the pendings and solds in your neighborhood?
1: It was fucking pushy.
0: Just the pendings and solds. I'm not going to send you actives. I'm not going to add you to a list. You're going to be on a little private list here. Also, just out of curiosity, like, <laughs> if you could live anywhere, this. where would you go? Uh, you know, I if we could go anywhere, you know, all right, Tommy still got two years left of school. If we could go anywhere, I would say, like, we would probably move to the desert. Okay, cool. Like, is there a number that would, like, accelerate? You moving to the desert. It can be any number. It could be big. Make Actually, it better be big. What is it? It is. Okay, cool. So like if maybe I brought someone and told them it was X, would that make you a seller? Yeah, it would. Okay, cool. Well, I'm not totally seeing that right now, but who knows? Maybe in a year we will. We still have an inventory crisis. Thanks for your email. Talk to you soon. And then systematically follow up with those people every single quarter and you'd be surprised you become the neighborhood specialist. So... Double, triple down on the lead pillars that work. If you realize you're getting leads from your signs, you're putting out 10 signs. we We have a phone number that's on our signs, so we know where the leads are calling from. If I see that we got six leads in a year from our open house signs, we're not putting 10 signs out anymore. We're putting out
1: 30. I'd like you to train a couple of the people on my team. I like that method.
0: Just tell him to put out 30 signs.
1: Zach, I want to be... We do versions of that, but you go I want to go on the record
0: right now. I want to go on the record right now on this episode. Don't do it. Whatever you need, whatever your team needs, just ask. I will gladly at any time for free give you whatever you want as far as my business practice goes.
1: I need you to work for me at 10 cents on (laughs) the (laughs) dollar. I'm just saying, whatever you want. You're the kind of guy I need on my team. That's the kind of guy I want under me. <laughs> Let's be clear. Um, ain't fucking with the rainmaker me boy. First.
0: Guys, I hope you enjoyed that top 10 list of what real estate agents can do right now to build their business Um, we'd love to hear from you and any ideas you have in the comments below, because this is an ongoing conversation long beyond the date that we publish this episode of this podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in for another information packed and maybe agent centric version of to live and buy in Los Angeles. I'm at Ben Belak
1: seated next to, I am at set intentions (laughs) 24.